0: You can't make everyone sing the same song, but if you can really stir, create an amazing song that's, that really that really resonates with humans and people and they get to hear it in their own lives and when you actually start to play it all together, everyone knows the words. They know part of the words. They know the tune. And I think there's something about the, the human tuning.
1: Try this baby. You are welcome to take a seat at the table, where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone. A certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable, to facilitate a new conversation. Hey, welcome to
2: the decision table, and... You know, one of the things that we've been doing since or I've been doing on the decision table is having a conversation with someone every day and I did it all of January and we used the lens in January for something that I'm doing, which is writing a white paper around the need for a new approach to leadership. So all of January, literally every day, I just brought that up as part of the lens of the conversation. Our lens has changed for this one because the next white paper that I want to write about is something that is so my wheelhouse. It's something that I feel very, very strongly about. It's all about my work. And I was really excited because you're kind of the first one that I introduced it yesterday as a topic, but you're the first one off the ranks. And I thought, who else? This is a good topic. So here it is. And it is around the fact that there is this importance to increase the muscle of human intelligence. And I really do believe this. And I think, you know, this is the secret advantage to being the most effective human we can be and the most effective in our leadership, in the way that we show up, play up in life, how we play. We can play bigger when we are smarter husbands. Yeah, that too. Smarter humans. <laughs> what when we husband on. ourselves. What a play on words. Oh my gosh. But when we turn up and we are smarter humans and, you know, just I think there's so much room to have a good conversation around this, especially with your work as well of, you know, like us thinking for ourselves. Imagine if humans thought for themselves, if humans trusted their own instincts and trusted, like I think of human just for, to put it really basic, I think of human intelligence as our data that we have as a human. And then what we do with that data and how we how we use that data. And I think what if uh, and so for me the importance of human intelligence is really it's a secret advantage when you know how to access that when you know how to use that muscle. What do you think when you hear that? What goes well, on? You
0: know, I love all that because that's really my work as you know really it's really about the human muscle of you know, your own unique intelligence. That's what the whole yeah. thing's based on.
2: That's and, why I thought um, you'd yeah. be for this as the first person off the ranks. I mean, hello. Yeah. So, you know,
0: I think people have got a pretty strong instinct deep down as to what could be right, but the thing is they don't often trust it or they get confused about what it is or they're easily kind of swayed by people with a stronger energy. So, you know, I think, you know, as far as the human intelligence thing goes, I think it's built from a young age, you know, and I think what you'll see is there's a lot of people that have had trauma or they've had, you know, a childhood wound and things like that that is actually crushed. It's almost like you've got these beautiful petals and the petals have been smashed. And so they're not trusting the flowering of themselves, the flowering of their ideas, the flowering of themselves in the world. And, you know, that's a fair call because their cellular, struggle, their cellular memory or their nervous system has actually been damaged by, you know, through actually trusting their own gut. And, you know, you'll see a lot of these people, especially in the entrepreneurial space, where then they'll take it the other way, where they'll push really hard, you know, against the trauma to try and, you know, create new things in their life and, and do new things. And so... I think a lot, you know, to be fair, not everyone's on an equal playing field with human intelligence. And I think, you know, I know that your whole thing's leadership and you're really passionate about leadership. And I actually think this is what sacred leadership's about. It's Mm -hmm. about if you have an intact nervous system, if you have got gifts to share you know, really being that sort of calibrated human being for others to recalibrate around, and then start to trust their own kind of human intelligence, their own knowing, their own decision making, their own brilliant ideas, if you like. So, yeah. you know, straight, taking it straight back to the, you know, the deepest core, I don't think it's an even playing field, and it's not as a, it's not just a matter of reading a book. I think it's an it's a whole integration of the nervous system and.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I think I think there's so many goodness, so much of what you've said there already is. There's so many things that we can pull apart, and I think you go and you say it's in your cell you cellu- oh, See, I can't even say that word this morning. Okay, I got to have my coffee. So in your cells, in your cells, and uh, <laughs> well, if that's the truth, then can we change the way that our cells have? Can we develop like? What's your thinking around all of that? Oh, you know, it's
0: such an exciting thing because, of course, it can be healed. Of course, it can. Of course, things can be recalibrated and things can change. And, you know, just to it's everyone who's watching knows who I am. I'm Jen Cudmore, and I'm really an entrepreneur alignment coach, but I'm, my background is kinesiology. So this is, you know, what we're working with the cellular nervous system. We're working with all those things. And, you know, now I do it with business and leadership and, and we take into that world. But, you know, there's so many, I mean, I, I just geek out on all this stuff. There's so many amazing things. When you're really in your, I want to say true self without it sounding too woo, when you're in your human intelligence. You can
2: be as woo as you want to be today. I'll let you Yeah.
0: So, you know, if when you're in your, like, the frequency of you, that means you can actually read things with your body. That's why bodies are so important. You can just feel if something's off. Yeah, You can just feel if someone's not right and when it's our natural instinct, you know, so we can see someone's dangerous is walking down the street, we might switch sides, you know, you can just feel the vibe and, you know, someone that would look exactly the same would be walking down the street, you just know that it's all fine. Now, someone who's not going with their own body intelligence, their own human intelligence might think, oh, that person doesn't look right, judgment, judgment, that's a whole different category. Because instinctively they'll know. So, you know, I think this is, there's a whole lot of things around this and, you know, not trying not to be programmed by the media, watching too much television. I even think watching too many movies. Like, I just don't understand why people are like binging on Netflix when now we're finding out that there's a lot of subliminal kind of messaging that's going on behind for people that they start to lose their gut feel. Like, you know, they get dumbed down on violence. They get dumbed down on, you know, weird shit, really. You know, just weird stuff that's not to do with humanity, you know, and so they start to not trust. Hang on, that's a bit off. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But is it because we're so tired sometimes? Like, don't you just get tired? And you just, you're putting Netflix on, not because you're actually listening to it, but because you want something beyond your own world. I know I did that at Christmas. I did two days where literally I said to my kids, if you want to find me, I'm on my bed, I'm watching Netflix. It's not my norm, but it was definitely my norm for two days. Well, hopefully
0: you're watching stuff that, you know, your, I want to say your soul was called to. So no, were... not
2: at all. I, in fact, yeah. I'm embarrassed to tell you right now because I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, she's going to judge me for this. But I oh, totally want Was, it, was it, that, it that Housewives things? What was no, it? No, it was about cartel. I was fascinated by it because it's so –
0: But then you've done some heavy-duty work in those dark corners. I have. So therefore you've been called to have a look at the psychology of it. You're really – And that's exactly what it
2: was. That was exactly what it was. It was fascinating. And then again,
0: that's human intelligence. You're watching Netflix with a little bit of awareness.
2: Yeah, because I wanted to open up to a world that – I have no idea about really except for the few little touch points you know that I've been involved and I just go how do you and it fascinates me that people can make decisions where they totally it was not aligned with their cells it was not aligned with their DNA it seriously wasn't yet over time you watch as they progressively get entwined in a world that they didn't really want to go down well had no no inkling to go down it from the beginning and it fascinates me whether it's in the cartels or whether it's in you know the mobs Uh, like it really does fascinate me because one thing they know and it's not that i'm advocating it but it fascinates me is many people know that this is not a good world that this is not a healthy world. But they love the tribe. They love the thing that pulls them in. And I go, that is fascinating that we can have humans, smart humans, chase after something because really what they want is a belonging. They want That's to right. like I they mean, you
0: watched them. it. You watched it as research. Can you see? Ah, I always. Like, I, I, I have the mindset that everything I'm drawn to that I that I kind of watch or I read is for my highest good. It is because I need it, and usually I need it for the next client. Or there's just something that catches my awareness. So when I'm saying, I'm just you know, I'm throwing Netflix because I want to make everyone come to Netflix. <laughs> the next time I I so have up. an awareness around. What am I downloading here? Is it, and you know, this I know this is your whole geek thing that you do is watch human nature, and you're absolutely right. And it's funny because the tribal thing I was thinking about that before I got on the call. I thought, I wonder if we're going to talk about the tribal thing because I mean, I just don't want to say the wrong thing when we're live, and I, you know, but I was just quite shocked. Yesterday, I jumped hey, on
2: By the self-hows. way, can I, Jen, before you start, I just want to say there is no judgment zone. I say this all the time on the decision table. Yeah. We are allowed to speak what we think. There is no right or wrong. It's literally your perspective, what you're thinking, where you're at. And we know that we keep evolving. So, Although we may yeah. say something today, it may change tomorrow. It might, I might my change my mind tomorrow. That's it. But you well, know what? We've more insights by then. So who knows, yeah, right? That's, that's
0: exactly yeah. true. That's how we evolve. But you know I, I happened to get on Clubhouse yesterday, and I don't know how you guys mm. were on there. I could not believe someone by the name of EM <laughs> yes, was through the whole thing. Yes. I couldn't believe that. Like there was one room, the overflow, overflow. And I jumped there and I listened and I thought, well, one, you can't comment, so there's all these people possibly with their mouths open. So in kinesiology when your mouth's open, you're taking in everybody's stuff and you're not thinking. You have your mouth closed and you Uh have the the top of your mouth. And, you know, he's an interesting fellow, but he's not God. I've noticed. And, you know, he's playing with some gene stuff there that, I'm not sure about and it's just rooms of people wanting to belong to this kind of this scientific, this new world hope and he seems hot and all those things, you know, and he's got cool cars. And I just watched thousands of people with their mouths open feeling, you know, intrigued. It was obviously mm-hmm. highly intelligent. The innovation spectacular. But I just thought there's a belonging tribe. And, you know, he was dropping his thoughts on a few things that may or may not be good for humanity, but everyone's going, oh, he's thinking it's great, then it's great. And I think there's such a responsibility around leadership. A lot of us don't know what we're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. The world's not been created yet. We're all creating it together. It's co-creation. And so, you know, again, I, I just think it's really interesting what you were talking about the cartel thing and... I mean, you know that, we know that coming from New Zealand, there's a lot of belonging energy there. There's a lot of problems through needing to be part of the tribe. And, you know, it's really, you often don't free yourself unless you actually move to live in other countries when you come from some of those cultures because you get to be an individual. And I think real human intelligence is evolving into that level where you feel you've got sovereignty. Now, I know sovereignty is just bashed around all the, Internet at the moment, it's a new hot word. Like we didn't, we thought it was the queen with her pearls, you know, 10 years mm. ago. But everyone's talking about sovereignty, and I get it. It's like being so feeling like, at least for the most part, you have got control of yeah. your decisions, who you are in the world, what you want to become, what you want to create, what income you want to get to, who you want to help, what you want to launch. And that's the core. I mean, that's the core of the work that I do, and I see it working over and over with people that really claim what you would call probably the human intelligence. And, you know, that kicks into the spiritual intelligence, which can, kicks into the universal intelligence, but you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. You have to it's be in your yeah. pick it up, you know.
2: It's an interesting thing. You brought up the whole tribal side of it more And I just think, uh, and the whole Elon stuff, like I get it. I think what is happening though is that there is this sense of uncertainty of the pathway forward at the moment. And so as humans, we are wanting to feel more certain. We want to feel more secure. We're wanting to feel more safe in knowing that there is, and we want some hope for the future. And I think what Someone like him is doing right now in that situation, and he did, he dominated Clubhouse yesterday. Was the fact that he was giving hope to a future that everyone is really uncertain about, right? Like in his own little way. That was his piece of, well, I feel that it's going this way. And because he's already done some amazing things, then that gives him a platform to start speaking from. And I think this in one case is really scary. And in the other case, it's a shakeup. that as leaders, if we stand up, if we stay strong, then, you know, and have smart brains that, you know, make smart decisions, then from that is going to flow some pretty smart, hopefully, solutions to the table, right? And I think, The problem is that we as humans are getting so used to the media telling us things, the systems that are in place conditioning us a certain way. We've known for generations that, you know, we've got biases because that's just how it's always been done. It's always going to be done this way. And so this comes into play when it comes to things like this. So I think You know, on one side, it's the hope that people are drawn to. It's the certainty that he has that people are drawn to. But on the other side, it's because, you know, and it's because humans are starting not to think for themselves anymore, that are not used to. Or even if I do think for myself, am I allowed to speak that? Am I allowed to, am I trusting that what I'm saying is going to be received in the way that I meant it or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And, it, you know, it
0: never is because that's human nature, I guess, too. And, and I mean, I think the other thing about it that, that you're saying, and I think what you're doing here, too, is part of that is people, The what the great thing about it, this couple of great things, is everybody's got these platforms now and they're yeah. able to actually have these discussions and create these platforms. You know, we know that. You know, platforms like the one that we saw yesterday has yes. got, there's things in the back end, there's sponsorship, there's money and all that, there's, you know, a whole lot of other things that will create the influence that will give the power, that will give, you know, the media attention all those things. We know how that works. But what's really great is people get the opportunity now to actually have their own platform, to actually speak it out yeah. there. And, you know, people are getting... Sp- well, they're getting dumber and dumber, but they're also getting smarter and smarter. Like it's it funny, it's like extreme, isn't it? Yeah. And so they can just sense of someone's, you know, they're getting better at sensing someone's authenticity. I think, and you see this, you'll see this, you guys would see this with, you know, mm-hmm. your business as well. Like people feeling drawn to working with, you know, some of your business leaders based on just the vibe that they've got, not even the promise of the result, you know. And I think. People will start, I think that's going to be, people will either just completely, there'll be people that are completely dumbed down and be not able to sense if someone in the media is authentic or someone with a big platform or a big influencer is authentic anymore. And there'll be other people that will just know, hmm, like, you know, 50% of what they said, but a couple of things I'm concerned about and I'm allowed to be concerned about some of it. I don't have to swallow all of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, And that would be, I think, you know, I'd really admire those people with really super high level human intelligence that have got that refined intellect. I'm a little bit black and white. It's just this is I like I quite it's my makeup, you know, it's just the way I am. Once I'm into something, obviously when I'm coaching, it's a little bit more refined, but sometimes the black and white's just part of my personality and that's what it is. But I have to say I do really respect those people who've got that refined intellect that they can really Kind of just weave it out a little bit more and spread it out. And go, well, this piece here and that piece. And I mean, they, I totally admire them. They've got a, they're freaks really. And they're not that many around to tell you the truth. I don't feel like there's that many humans like that. Why do you not think that? The educated ones, the educated ones are.
2: Exactly. Yes.
0: They have to be right. But just those kind of free thinkers that are you know, reflective about what they're learning and then looking for feedback from, you know, synchronicities or from life mm. experience, you know. So I just find it really interesting. Why,
2: where do you think that comes from, from them? Like why are there only a few and? Well, you know, here's the thing. I can't, I actually wonder, I
0: might be, it's just something I'm wondering on the spot right now. Yeah, yeah. If, if they actually, because their nervous systems are calibrated where their brain pathways can actually process not necessarily straight into the primitive brain, come back with some information, go, that's how it is, or go into the real kind of logical brain where they've learned all the stuff and go, that's what it is, mm. or go into the emotional thing, which is judge this person, don't like them, they, they can actually track through and bring a little bit of an essence of all of it.
2: Yeah, I have this theory that it comes down to compartmentalising, as in they can go into a compartmental, like go into that spot there work with that, then come out of that, put it up keep that over there what and that information that they've collected from that the data they've bought from it, and then go into this piece over here, this piece over here and then you know calibrate it all together. and I think that it's an interesting concept and I think it's so powerful it's funny because you said you know your areas sort of you work with leadership and it's funny because I say leadership because the world wants you to niche down and then, It's so funny because if you're doing it in the entrepreneur world, leadership is such a general niche. But to me, leadership is a niche because if you ask what my I work with, it's really, does this add value to humanity going forward? Does it take away? Like it's humanity I want to work with. It's knowing humans are stakeholders at the decision table, right? And but if you tell people that, it's like, whoa. But for me, it's like. I see it as a big, big thing over here. And you talked about extremes. It's way over here. So it's humanities here. And then it's like the individuals here, right? Like humanities as a collective, humans as an individual. And it's like, how do we bridge that gap and narrow that gap from this collective over here where there's just zillions of humans doing whatever they want to, what, wherever they want to, to going how, as individuals, do we become and use our amazing brains? Because I think that every single person has an amazing brain. It's just, it's not necessarily being used in the right ways, then getting the right behaviors from it, and then the results that are actually needed at the table, right? So, kind of big stuff in that way. But what it is, is that really it comes back to going, how can we? use this muscle of human intelligence and start making smarter decisions, more effective solutions at the table and start impacting in a way that is going to add value to humanity. That's what it all comes back down to. Right. And I think it's funny because you mentioned extremes and I, I mean, that's my work is working with extremes. It really, truly is. And In a lot of ways, what's happening across the globe almost pushes that extreme and widens the gap between where we are now to where we want to be. Definitely. You
0: know, like it looks like we're all together and working together on everything, but actually what's happening is there's a divide. Yeah. And people can't see it, and it breaks my heart. I tell you, I pray about it all night. I wake up in the night. There's stuff around it. It's big. It is big. And I think what, you know, what you're talking about, and I can sort of see it when you're describing it, What it's almost like you've got this big picture of humanity. You've got, I can mm. see it, it's like crowds of people, like auditoriums of people, and it looks like you're trying to manage a rock concert. Yeah. But all you're doing really is you're singing this song that activates the heart of all these people, and they're all singing the same song, and yet you can't, go up the front of the rock concert and say, hey, we're all going to work together, sing the song. You remember the chorus, what? You don't You don't remember it? You didn't learn the words? Yeah. It's none of that. It's within them. They've been listening to it on the car on the way there. They remember that song from when they were 15, whatever it is, yes. if it's you two. Do you know? But you know what I mean? And it's like, they get it. And there's a part, there's a memory cell. There's something within it. And suddenly everyone's rocking it out to the same sound, the whole auditorium. I mean, I think that's the humanity leadership that you're talking about, but people make it all I don't know, like politically correct. And it doesn't work. You can't be politically correct at a rock concert. It doesn't work. What you was do is I was just trying time, to imagine that right then. And they all start raging. You see what I mean? And and I think that's the dilemma of it. It's not an academic thing, humanity leadership. It's an essence. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're with, especially the rooms that you're in, and some of the things that you're doing, you talked to me about it. You know, when we're getting together and things like that, they're high-level people. Like they're mm-hmm. highly, they're high academic, corporate background. This mm-hmm. committee, that, and then you've got to come in and go. Well, actually, we've got a new microphone for you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if we've got a guy in a black thing that taking, you know, bringing in a couple of drinks now and then. You know what I mean? Like they're going like, hang on, but this isn't how we normally do it. We need to break it down. And today, d- d- it says, no, no, you just need to sing the right song. A, so- a song that so how do we, How do we way.
2: do that? How do we narrow that gap from, I mean, that's so uncomfortable, right? Like it's so not the norm. And, I mean, your work is not necessarily the norm either, right? Like it's not comfortable for every single person. And is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is that how do we bridge that gap? between, you know, people thinking for themselves, people doing things differently, people changing the DNA, right? How do we bridge this gap? Well it's I, so well, far you know, in and I'm from the world from what they used to. Sorry. Well, I think, you know,
0: my beliefs around it are that it's an inside job. Like, and I don't uh-huh. think everyone's called, I don't think everyone's called to really make a huge impact but there's mm. some people that are and you are like if you're called you just have to follow soul and go okay what would you have me do what would you mm. have me do what would you have me do next minute you're in this room we know about some of the rooms that you've got into you've, we've spoken privately about that it's yeah. just freaking phenomenal what mm. happens to you because you're choosing to be chosen to help humanity And, you know, not everyone's got, I don't think, everyone's helping, everyone's got the ability to touch everybody. It's just the way it is. And when we're all singing the song in the rock concert, we all become one and we're all on the same page. We're all singing the same. We're all part of the oneness. But, you know, this is, I mean, this is really my work where you actually go deep into the soul contract, really, of what you're here to do and you activate it from the inside out. And from a business perspective, you know, you start to attract soul aligned clients. You start, yeah. your work starts to get more powerful. You can't do it from the outside in. You can't look out there and think, how am I going to get into that, you know, into that auditorium and how am I going to get into that boardroom? You can't, it doesn't work that way. It happens through miracles. You know, I've, we've had coffees about it. Yeah. Like you've, got, you've got these miracle stuff and you keep, you know, you keep humbling yourself. You keep trying, you know, trying to keep this vision that you've been given that you're not letting it go. Yeah, and then you get guided. I
2: to, to by the way. Yeah, this, I've tried
0: to. You're doing the white papers. It's a journey, you know, and you're you know you're chosen for it. So you know, you know you're chosen for it. So you just you don't have a choice when it's like that. It's like for so me, dirty. I don't feel like I have a choice in many ways not to do my work. It's just it's my sole purpose. Yeah, and so it's just within me, and therefore yeah. the right people come towards me. The work gets even more. You know, the good thing about my work is that it's really the thing that so many people are coming to now, even people that weren't into doing any of the woo-woo or any of the spiritual work in their business, any of the childhood wounds. They just wanted to know the next strategy on marketing and funnels and da-da-da-da-da and how to speak on whose stage and who to collaborate with. That's all. They're all coming now because they realise it doesn't work because everyone's afraid. They have to recalibrate their nervous system, stand up, you know, attract the people that they're meant to attract and, you know, also get powerful financially too, which is, you know, when as you know, like if you've got a little bit of extra dough, you can do stuff. You can travel and have meetings. You know, I know you went all over the place for years then, flying in and out for one week and this and that and United Nations this and that. Do you know what I mean? Like you had the ability and the resources to do that. So... I think getting really powerful is really important for people that want to make a difference rather than worrying and trying to fit in and, you know, you've got to someone sort of step out of the tribe to come back to help the tribe. Always, it's so, always.
2: I love that. You've got to step out of the tribe to come back to help the tribe. And I think this is where I'm like I so get what you're talking about in that. Yes, I agree that there's not everyone is called to, make it be or use their platform to make a big big impact or a splash into the across the globe but i do think that everyone is called to be smart humans <laughs> i really do and whatever that looks like for you as a human like i i think that we've been given brains not just to take up the space in our head but to use them oh. and I think every one of us can do things that are different that can help us to exercise. I know, you know, you talked about the spiritual side. I think this is really important as part of exercising the muscle of human intelligence. I think when you can, you know, and a lot of people are now talking about being mindful, having, you know, the importance of meditation. These are practices that help us to connect with our spiritual side And I think every single person has a spiritual side, whether you have a faith or not, that's, it depends what you exercise in the spiritual side. But see, I believe everyone's got a spiritual side. Now we can exercise that. We can, you know, make sure that we take time to sit in whatever that is, whether it be mindfulness or meditation or spiritual time. I do a quiet time every day and you know i cannot tell you how much that is part of me and my belief system and helps me to be more effective as a leader so there's that side there's the physical side of us there's a side that you know i'm really strong on on making sure that i'm at peak performance in my physical to whatever that looks like for me and getting to my next level because i know when i am functioning as a person physically that my output is and the impact that I have from that output is going to be much greater. Then, So then there's, of course, the mental toughness side of me or the mental ability or capacity that I have that, again, helps to exercise what I call the muscle of human intelligence. And I have so many ways that I do that. And then so that was sort of the mental, the physical, the spiritual, And then there's the, I think that we can do this in our professional as well and our personal, right? Like I really do. So us as an individual, what does that look like for me? How can I make sure that I as a whole are functioning at the highest level? And I think that that's an interesting concept because we often think of, and one of the reasons I don't introduce people in here necessarily, even with your name, necessarily even with your role that you do is because often we identify with our who we are in our role and we talk out of that rather than me connecting with a human who then is Jen that then I find out this is a part of her. And I think that is something that we can all work on better is working as a whole, knowing that these are, you know, if my personal life is falling apart, it will have an impact on my professional life. We are not, you know, like these separate isolated things that then sort of move around in life. We are the whole of us. And I think this is an interesting thing because the world does not teach us to function or the systems aren't created for us even to function as a whole necessarily because they've looked with just one lens. Yeah. Any insight? And, it, and what's it's really right? easy to
0: get compartmentalized into all these yes. things. Like I see, you would see it a lot. I think a lot of the men tend to do it a lot too. With the male, you know, entrepreneurial guys that tend to be a bit like that, where they're doing their mindset and then they're doing the exercise yes. and then they're doing their. I mean, the male brain's quite a lot like that. Anyway, it's just the way the male brain breaks things down. But you know, the thing I think that gets so complicated. And then you think, have I done enough of this and have I done enough of that? And you're not really here, like, and then you've got work and you're not really a human, you're trying to survive. Again, you've dropped into survival mode, like, I'm not good unless I do this, unless I do that. Yes. And, I mean, I think I call it soul. I mean, I, you know, everyone's got mm. a different view on the word soul, but if you just come from soul, you know, wow. you yeah. don't have to even really think about being spiritual, because as you know you might you need to just like you need to brush your teeth and you need to maybe take the clothes off your floor or whatever, you know you do need to create a bit of space for these things, but it's I love it when you get so in alignment, so on that soul alignment that you're not even thinking about anything yeah. to do with the upgrade of being a human or the brain. That is human intelligence when you're – and you see it in these really soulful kids, don't you? They're just like – they're so in their creativity. They're not ah. guessing what's coming out of their mouths. They're running around. They're doing all the things. But I, So, again, I just think it's – it we naturally have human intelligence and then coming yeah. back to the, the trauma thing, often something that is fatigue or trauma or – you Know being fed something that's not yours that actually blocks you going, you know what? I really and you see those people that are uninhibited and they're so Mm -hmm. nice to be around, aren't they? They just they are, they're coming back with you know something really interesting and they're just in, I call it alignment, but they're in integrity, they're in their vibe. So I think, you know, to the best. this is how I do it anyway, and this is what I talk about. I talk about soul-aligned clients. I talk about soul, being soul-aligned. And everyone's got a different take on soul, but I think it's unique essence aligned. What's another way of saying it? You being you sounds a bit like let's down, stand on a couch and do a Tom Cruise. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> you being you doesn't mean to say that you've got to be, like, swinging your bra off and chucking it, you know, into the middle of the road or anything. So, there's another people actually take that sort of level of an, I feel like gets a bit indulgent, that you being you thing. But it's just being in that kind of calibration of your soul, you know? It's quite, it can just simplify it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you had a really lovely, grounded childhood with trees and blue oceans and Oh, that was you know, my childhood. What are you talking about? No. Plenty of <laughs> bonding, plenty of bonding, and you will naturally be, which is why it's really important for the bonding yeah. for the children. They feel bonded. They've got mentors. It's all the breakdown of the family. We know all that. You know, like, it's all the, you know, it's the darts coming in, and, you know, like in that movie you're watching, people get addicted to it. There's a feel, you know, they get called over here, and there's an energy there that's bigger than them that they feel drawn into.
2: Okay, so how do we pull this back into being more effective as leaders on exercising this, like bonding our the culture, like really creating cultures that people are feeling and wanting to be a part of that tribe? How do we link into our soul to make sure that we are aligned not just ourselves, but our community are aligned to that? Like how can we all these things that we've talked about today, like how can we do that more effectively as, you know, as we stand in our leadership as leaders? Well, I think the thing that's
0: just coming forward, the word that I just got was plan, just have a plan. Like I Mm -hmm. think about you, you know, just watching you over the years, you know, just had a plan to do that thing in Fiji. So you just did the plan. Yeah. And in doing the plan, there was all those human experiences that created the leadership. Mm. And all those people's the lives that you touch and the family that you took there and the back of the van and all the stuff, and at the hotel and doing the lives in the morning and the assistants all there and, you know. Oh, you're making me miss it so much. <laughs> you just had a plan and I think you just have a plan. Maybe we just have a plan and then we yeah. do the next white thing on the way to the plan. We have enough to eat. We have enough to drink. We have enough exercise. Okay. We have enough reflection. We have enough cuddles. We yeah. look after someone that we see might need something. You know, I was, I was at the beach. You I saw a family. They looked like thing. Put a tab on the, the cafe. You know, yeah. like it's not a big deal, but it was just something about it. it. Just felt like it was the thing to do in that moment.
2: But isn't that so? See, I love that because those moments are the moments, moments that. We- we get to help bring an impact of whatever that looks like in our own little sphere of influence. You know what I mean? Like we use our little that we have, or if you've got much, then you use your much to make an even bigger sort of imprint on that. But there's a lot of fear around being successful. And I it's interesting because I think that everyone can use whatever they've got in their hand. And I've been right where I didn't know how to put food on the table for my kids. I literally didn't, and I'd get a knock on the door from someone, and they'd go, "I don't know why I was to bring this, but I bought you a box of just groceries." And you know, tears down my face, I'd go, "Oh, thank you. You don't know how much random it's random to me." But I just was like, "Wow!" And I can tell you story after story. Of where I have given my last dollar because I, it's always been a part of what I believe as part of my makeup is, is to how do I give? How do I? And often when I'm at my lowest point, the way I pull myself out of that is okay, who do I now need to speak to? What can I give from what I have right now? Who do I need to spend time with? To pour out of even though I might feel like I've got nothing to give and every single time there was something that I could give out of there was something I could give to there was something that I could give and that taught me the best lesson ever that it didn't matter at what space I had I could always give and when I had more I could give more and that was a, such a powerful thing for me it's why I do what I do in a lot of ways because I learned that lesson when I literally had nothing yeah and, and I think you know
0: just jumping on the back of that like that is what human intelligence is if we break down the two words you're being human yeah it's human to help your fellow man it's in our DNA we're born yeah. out-
2: Yes. And even
0: if we've be, had a terrible child abuse or anything horrific, it's still in our DNA to help our fellow man. It's the DNA because we, yes. our DNA actually knows that we are one. It's just there. We can't get rid of it. They might try and get rid of it with different things, but it's still there. It's still there right now. We got to agree. I agree. I agree. I and agree. then the second part of that is intelligence. And so mm. if you're in your humanity – and you're not in primitive brain and you're actually caring about other people, what it does that it flicks you into a high level of intelligence because yeah. you're not surviving, you're not in competition. You know, imagine what it's like for business being in human intelligence. You're not freaking out about your freaking competition. Yeah. You're just intelligently serving your business, your clients, your next level, the big plan if you're a leader in, in a company, you know, and so that's a next-level intelligence. You know, we talk about yeah. know, law and all that. You know, you're not in the primitive brain. It's the top of the pyramid thinking. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and sometimes we just really have to do the inner work to let go of the trauma that makes us afraid. We just have to. Nobody's yeah. immune to it at the moment. If you notice, the people that are doing really well through COVID at the moment and all those things have done the inner work. Yeah. They trust, I don't know, God, universe, themselves, they're practicing gratitude, all the years of all those, you know, a lot of entrepreneurial people are doing all that very careful work. They just did fine. Yes. They did really well. And then they were able to, you know, set up this kind of this energy field, which was super calibrated, super calm, not worried about the competition, maybe adjusting. Some people adjusted prices, some people adjusted programs, some people pivoted, and then they became like sacred leaders.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. and so like, you know, also had extra money to share. Yes. You know, like so. paying the hairdresser
2: twice, you know, things like that. Like or even locally, paying for something. A paying, your, you just pay them twice. Yeah, or you just pay for something and don't even use their service yeah. but and, because and you know that you want them. Yeah. And, that, and that's humanity, you know, and there's people that's
0: out true. there too that don't have, you know, they can't make the mortgage or they're this and that. And so, just, you know, I love that whole Gandhi thing or whatever it is, you know, just help someone who needs you, yeah. you know, who's got a bit worse off. And you've got a half an hour, or you've got mm-hmm. a smile, or you can take someone's kids and look after them while they can go and do yeah. something. Or exactly. There's stuff you can do. Yeah. Puts you in a, diff- a different level of intelligence. Suddenly you get a miracle. The universe starts to drop yeah. in. You
2: know? Okay. So, here's one thing that I have to bring up because you said human. And intelligence, I love the way you actually said that and that whole connection with the human side. Then why do we still have the tall poppy syndrome in Australia? Well, it's all all over the world. I know, but tall poppy is in Australia, breaking the ceilings in America. There's the frogs or whatever it is in the bucket, and so they're trying to pull each other down. In the Philippines, I don't know. I think some other countries use that one too. Like there's all different ways that we, what would we say in New Zealand? I wouldn't even know. I think it's a tall poppy thing over
0: there too.
2: Okay, so tall poppy there as well. Why do we have that? If humans were born to support each other, connect with each other, love upon each other, why do we still have things like this? Oh,
0: because people are just shitty. People are just <laughs> shitty. <laughs> just <laughs> They're just being, people just uh, and me included all over the, all our lives we just get slack
2: but we why to, if we know if we know that we're running our own race if we know that we are doing well, why do we have to pull other people down like where's this well, from? it's easier to eat a donut
0: than to you know go and wipe down the bench just, it's just been slack people humans are lazy. Ah, They're fundamentally yeah. really lazy. They're fundamentally quite negative Yeah. without soul, without God, without universe, without, yeah, without right. some reflection. When with COVID, you know, for a lot of people it's been, you know, they've had some humbling without a humbling. I mean, we're naturally a little bit slack. We're naturally a little bit undisciplined, and this is why, you know, the people that really want to take responsibility for their lives and, And then next level, they are having to pull that shit in. It's not not everyone wants to. So you've said some people just want to be slack, want to have loose lives, want to have loose brains. You know, we will fall into it, just slacking off and being a good human, just being
2: slacking off. Yeah, slack. It's just slack. Yeah. So how are you? How are you exercising the muscle of human intelligence? What are you doing to sort of make sure that you're not slacking off?
0: allow myself to slack off <laughs> <laughs> i think that's something i think you need to allow yourself to slack interesting. off. interesting yeah okay where you go if eh, this shit, sort of thing now and then you know and you might jur- some people might journal i might write down oh bugger this or that or yeah. you know stuff this and you know we can also use you know as far as competition and seeing other people doing better you know you guys teach this as well you use it yeah. as an inspiration it's a bit of a like it's an energetic thing. If you see someone that's doing better than you, and you really are getting like that feeling, it's because they're they're reaching a potential that you've got a similar potential of. And so, as soon as you own, it, go, "Well, if they, if I'm like, if I'm jealous of that person doing that, that means I possibly got the ability to do something quite similar. What do I need to do? You know, and you can you just sort of transform the energy. Otherwise, you know, you. It's just uncomfortable too. Who wants to be uncomfortable?
1: You oh, might. I love have, it. I love you, it. You it's might as well be
0: high vibe. Like high <laughs> vibe, such a better energy. But you know, we. I think allowing yourself to be in a shitty yeah. place helps yeah. because otherwise, you just get all weird about everything. And you know, you have those people. Sometimes you and I might have a bit of a you know a blur about this and that. And, yeah. and you got to be careful who you kind of share that stuff with. If you have got a coach, obviously that's what you take to your coach. Or you're, I'm feeling this and that, and you look at it and you transform it. Everything's got to be transformed. You can't not – got to feel
2: it before you can transform it. you got to feel it before you can transform it.
0: That's – I love that. It's so that's, true. That's I mean, that's the core of all healing modalities. You've got to feel yeah. the feelings, otherwise then you're not human. Yeah. And therefore I, you're not intelligent.
2: Exactly. Okay, so, so if, people to, wanna, if, if people want to know and want – to connect with you more, what's the best place for them to do that?
0: That's a good question. Possibly they could jump in my if they're into the woo and into a bit of the spiritual work, they could find me on Facebook in my private group, manifesting money and business with alignment. Perfect. That would be good because then they see all the the talk, the and tri- free trainings and otherwise it's just
2: my website jencardboard.com.au I love that. All right, so one question I ask on every decision table to every single person that comes on here. You know, part of what I think is so important is, it's funny because you've brought up things like uncertainty. I mean, sorry, the uncomfortable. And part of this is that we are having conversations that often are private conversations that are not in the open forum and platform. And I think that it's really important that we start having more of these conversations like we've had today in an open forum because i think that creates awareness to how we can start no matter where we are in our world and our space that we're in that we can start being smarter humans using our starting exercising the the muscle of human intelligence and so this creates an awareness but i always think you know, it's great to create an awareness, but then it's ownership. What are we going to take from our conversation today? So I ask this question of everyone that comes on the decision table, and that is what are you going to take from today's conversation? Maybe it's something you've learned. Maybe it's something you are confirmed. Maybe it's an in- You know, what is it that you're going to take? Um, that's an interesting
0: question. Something dropped in when... I saw something I think it was that whole thing around when you were talking about your what you do around with the humanity and I thought because we've often talked about your work and I thought yeah it just feels like how can you do it like it's like you don't want to go on LinkedIn as the person who's doing change making like that's just boring it's not really what you're doing yeah. and then I just think that whole thing I just realized with the rock concert thing of like oh it's like the you can't make everyone sing the same song but if you can really stir, create an amazing song that's, that really that really resonates with humans and people and they get to hear it in their own lives and when you actually start to play it all together everyone knows the words they know part of the words they know the tune and i think there's something about the the human tuning you know the tuning mm. of the human that creates the intelligence because there's no fear then. And then when you yeah. haven't got fear, you're intelligent. You're not intelligent with fear. You're, you're safe, often safe with gut instinct. But the new, you know, like I talked about at the beginning, I've got so much admiration for those really refined, intelligent people yeah. who have got life experience, leadership. They can think in and out of different corners without, and yeah. they stay open. You know, yeah. so I think
2: that I like that idea of that for you. Human shooning. I love that. For me, what I'm taking from our conversation is feel it and then transform it. I just think that that's an interesting concept. And I think that there's a lot of, a lot of people who when you feel it, then you can transform it. But I think sometimes that there even becomes this. And so I want to play with that. I want to think about that more and percolate on that a little bit more because I think, you know, interesting enough, the work that I do is so easy when you choose, you can make a decision. In other words, you've probably, you feel that you want to change and so you'll do whatever it takes to make that change. My work doesn't work if you don't feel it, if you don't, but that's, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It means that you won't get the forever changing, how do you say it? The long term, it will change while you're in the room with me because you've just done it and we've moved on but it won't get back what we've talked about. And I talk about your decision DNA. It doesn't go back into your DNA and it's not your decision DNA because you haven't unwired from the old wiring, hooked it up to the new one and then getting different behaviors because you haven't nested. You might've liked what you heard. You may think that this sounds beneficial, but you haven't actually made that decision because maybe you haven't felt it yet. And I thought, is there a way we can feel it? Because I know there's people that could really benefit from the work that I do. And I've got an example exactly of it yesterday, but I can't use it because it was a personal, not me personally, but someone close to me example. So I can't use that as an open thing right now, but it just is percolating in my brain right now because They have always wanted to change certain things. And I met another one at the same time, same kind of personality, same person, you know, kind of going back to the same things, wanting to change these things, but they don't feel it and they are really touchy-feely people and they haven't felt it. And I'm like, I know
0: you you need to go, but I've just seen something about your work too. You know, because you got human and you've got intelligence, Mm -hmm. and so holding a space for another human being's pain is what allows the humanity to evolve, to be let go, to be, and then, so you know, I think just really without plugging them into why, going straight to mindset, which is you've got to let that go to like holding the pain for them with them in that space and therefore they're and i've just worked out with the intelligence stuff is like your brain can track through all areas and that's intelligent Mm. that's what it is and then they make the choice see part of how do you how do you almost like bullying for people wasn't it so you've got to give this up you know you can see it on clubhouse but i won't mention that other thing you got to let that go you got to push hard that's not human intelligence that's sort of bullying and so they leave the event, you know, whether it's big names, yeah. and they only have the transformation for, you know, two months, yeah. and then it's gone because they didn't have the humanity held of the pain of the thing of the da-da-da and then intelligence go, you know what, now I feel like I've been held in that space. I can choose that and they're helping me make that decision they've got a strategy for me and blah, blah, blah.
2: Mm. You know, it's
0: interesting. So
2: for me it's like they haven't disrupted the pattern Because there's a pattern to what you've wired to that is where you have created that spot right now that you're in. And so for you to disrupt that as a proper disruption and interrupt it, you've got to then rewire to a different pattern for that then to change the result, right? And if you're not feeling it, so what I'm thinking is just as a bigger thing was like, how do you then build community, culture for those that are not feeling it yet, but maybe they're curious about it. And I go, that's the piece that I'm taking from today's conversation going, hmm, how will I do that better, more effectively? And now that I've got this awareness around that, what will I do with that? And I'm going to, pick, like I said, piculate on it. I don't know that I have it all sorted out of my brain I think that what I love about it was it triggered something in a curiosity in my brain so you know I really appreciate you Jen coming on here I appreciate you just turning up in your in the way that you turn up I know you were asking me yesterday what questions will you ask and I go just just be you and that's what I truly wanted you to just be you you've turned up today you've been you I uh, this is the person that I get to have conversation with, and I really, you know, it's the side that it's interesting because I've literally had amazing people on here, and sometimes those amazing people have been people who, honestly, on the other side of it, you get to see another side, which is more the business side, it's the salesy side, it's the, and you miss out on the, the human side the side that actually is why you maybe did your business or why you are successful or and those are the learnings that I think as humans that's how we can evolve better and do things better be adding value to the decision table in much better and more effective ways and so you know thank you for turning up today and just being you and bringing your genius to the table and adding such value. There's been so many droplets of wisdom. If you were to leave people with something, what would you want them to take away from?
0: Just even just jumping on what you just said, you know, what What will I do? It's more what will I be? Mm-hmm. Like your energy is enough, like you're enough. Mm. Like if you're chosen and you feel the call, you're enough, and then this is what, again, what these conversations are about, just showcasing the essence of you. And people go away and they go, I just listened to your recording again it just got me through. Like, you know, like they haven't done anything and they're Mm -hmm. just living on They kind of get a sense of their own humanity through you. I mean, I think that's Mm -hmm. the answer going forward because we don't know the way and that sometimes can make it better.
2: Yeah,
0: plan, but we don't know the way. I love just, that. Being. It's kind like of, people, people get nourished by the being, especially yeah. if you're aligned to, you know, source, whatever you want to call it. You are really trying to do the best for others. Mm. People just get
2: that. They just feel good in that. It's kind of the faith side of it, right? Like it's like yeah. you're stepping out in faith. You don't necessarily know what that looks like, but you know that who you are and the purpose that you are, have and you're just stepping out in that and being. And, uh-huh. you know, everyone, you know that little meme,
0: I am enough? Well, this is a piece for it. Like you, you know. don't have to think
2: about how you're going to do it, what's going
0: to be the LinkedIn thing about change making, whatever, any of that crap. You're just yeah. in the beingness of I'm called to do this. And then people get strength from your inner strength. That's how, And we recalibrate these tribes. Yeah. See, until All they're right. strong enough to be doing their own thing.
2: Yeah, love that. Well, thank you, girl. Thanks for being a part of here. I'm gonna end this podcast now. Don't you go away quite yet, because I want to say goodbye to you. But goodbye to the rest of you who are listening or are listening to the replay. Make sure you share this because this creates awareness, and more people get to, you know, hear about some of these things. And maybe there's something that you've learned from this. Make sure you put in the comments. Make sure you follow this up. Reach out to either Jen or I, and you know we want to, hear yeah, how this has helped or what this has added or what questions maybe you still have. So, and those that want to, if you think that you uh, have something great to add value on this table, then I'm looking for more people to to speak on this this and have conversations on the table with me around you know, increasing the muscle of human intelligence. I think it's an intriguing one and, you know, not often do I hear many talking about something like this. So I talk about it all the time and I would really love to hear how others interpret this, what this creates for other people, how you're doing that in a great way. You've learned some amazing droplets of wisdom. So I'm ending the broadcast right now. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Jen
1: amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode make sure you subscribe ensure you leave an awesome rating and review our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness activates ownership to what is next a curiosity for the need to be part of the change and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards if you want to further your journey with us then apply to join us at our next leaders movement parlay the link is in the show notes we appreciate you Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.